0: Hi, everyone. My name is Vanessa, and today's topics are going to be about um, records with the VA, Veterans Affairs, communication issues, and burn pits. So that's what I'm going to be covering today. Hi, I'm Vanessa Lex, so here again. So basically, um, I'm doing a live today to check in about several different topics. Um, I was kind of holding back from doing a live. I haven't been online doing any kind of video in several days or I haven't posted one several days we're done a live at all. Um, and so, but there's some updates and some news that I just felt was really relevant. I needed to really get out there today. Otherwise, it's just kind of me pointless to wait around. I'm backed up on my podcast, Hello Vanessa Media as well. So if you want to follow along there, I'll be doing scheduling out all the videos that are on my YouTube channel, not all, but many of them that are backed up. The audio version on my podcast will be scheduled out daily is my plan. If I can get my work done today with it, I'm so backed up. It's crazy. I need to spend hours on it. Um, And then also if you follow me on LinkedIn, I'm going to be posting and I've got a lot of scheduled posts coming out about all these types of multimedia things I do on my profile, as well as Hello Vanessa Media, the company page on LinkedIn. And then YouTube, um, if you're watching there or want to, you can subscribe there, like the video, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, so in the past, I've covered many topics. I have a whole Veterans Affairs playlist. I have a whole Military Veterans, Military Spouses playlist separately. And I've organized basically videos on my YouTube channel because you can do playlists. You can't do that on podcasts from what I know. Um, Maybe you can. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that yet. Maybe one day I'll figure that out. Anyways, and basically I've organized content videos that are relevant to those topics to people in the military community. So if you're interested, FYI about that. So in the past, I covered things about records and CCK Law, who I'm about to feature here in a minute. Um, They are a law firm with an amazing YouTube channel and they do a lot of legislative updates and other things too that pertains to the military community. And they had mentioned about how a specific number that was enormous of records requests that were awaiting to be filled that people, veterans and other people had asked for, for veterans um, at the VA, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Well, today that was, I have some records requests pending for my own self. And today that was confirmed. Um, and most unexpected ways, that basically there are hundreds of thousands of record requests outstanding right now. And I'm not just talking about like medical, it's a very complicated topic. It's all different kinds of records. Okay. So medical records, I did a tutorial on for e-benefits. It's in my YouTube on my podcast. Um, And basically, you know, veterans can potentially access their own medical records through e-benefits. All right. So I did a tutorial on that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other records. It could be all different kinds of records that the VA would have on people. It could be service treatment records. It could be, um, uh, it could be email communication about a veteran's uh, situation. It could be anything. It could be a lot of different things. So there's hundreds of thousands of those outstanding right now. That is confirmed from the VA today. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. So it's really true. It's all true. And what's frustrating for me about my situation and just knowing how the VA operates in general, because unfortunately I've had countless interactions with them, is that okay, so many things are frustrating. One is that, like, like the person I communicate with today is like a really amazing person at the VA, but like I just feel like there are amazing people that work there, are held hostage. By the bureaucracy straight from hell, essentially. You know what I mean? It's just such a mess at the VA and the people that work through that are with really good intentions are like victims to the bureaucracy themselves. And that is really problematic. The other thing that's super frustrating about this record situation is that in my situation, I already received part of my records. You would know that if you watch my wallpaper video about records. Yes, that's right. I did a wallpaper video about records, a whole demonstration. Anyways, um, I received part of my records and they're so inefficient at the VA that they're basically going to duplicate that that record request, even though there's no reason to, and I don't think there's any way to sort that out either from what I gather. And so like, it's going to take longer to fulfill my record request because they're duplicating my record request. I mean, it's just like ridiculous, honestly. And (laughs) it's, it's ludicrous. And so it's going to probably take them more months to fulfill a record request that's outstanding for me because they're going to duplicate records that I already received and I don't want a second time. So that's one thing that's really frustrating is the lack of efficiency right there. The second thing that's frustrating is the lack of efficiency as well is that, okay, basically I found out they're going page by page through all these records. I found this out today. And I think they're doing it for two reasons. One, like it's just a supersized bureaucracy and that's what they do. Two, they got some legal, I think requirement maybe where they have to proofread all this stuff, which is wild to me. I mean, I've just never heard of anything quite like that before. I mean, this is like really over the top. And three, um, and they're gonna read every page and then like scan it into a disk to send to the veteran. Like I'm the veteran in this case, and they're gonna use hundreds of thousands of times with other people, right? What's frustrating about this is that, God, so hard to explain. Okay, so years ago, that I mentioned in my other videos that they, and this is public knowledge, it's been in the news. The VA had enough paperwork to where the floors were actually buckling inside of some of the buildings like this was actually like made fun of in late night news thing maybe john stewart did a segment about that i don't know well since then they digitized all that stuff okay but evidently not quite everything and so they're going through paper is what's happening and it's not digitized it doesn't look like And so I think they're having to scan is my understanding. And I even heard this from another employee that works at the VA, having to actually go and look for paper records, scan these records onto a desk and send them or or make copies if somebody wants the paper, which who wants that, right? Anyway, so that's just really wild to me right there. And it's like, okay, so if you're going through the trouble of finding the paper records and you're scanning them to disk, why don't you just scan them into a computer and keep them there? So next time somebody needs that record, you just hit a button and you send the record to where it needs to go. And it's so much faster and you could do a little keyword search too. So if there's something in there that's concerning, you could just search through it with a little computer instead of having to have a human try to go through line by line, page by page looking for whatever it is that they're looking for. I don't even know, but that is um, not happening evidently. And so that lack of efficiency and lack of use of technology is making it to where they're even more backed up and bogged down with hundreds of thousands of military veteran record requests of different types, which is just wild to me. I mean, this is the year 2021 for God's sakes. I mean, I'm glad the VA has discovered what a computer is, but still this is way out of hand and they really like this organization needs like an intervention with technology. Okay. They need many interventions, but that is clearly one of them because this is just out of hand. Okay. So communication issues. So this is an ongoing thing that I've dealt with for all the time they've ever dealt with the VA. They're better than they used to be on some fronts, but not all. If you watch my other videos, listen to my other podcast, you'll know all about that. And we'll in the coming time, years, probably cover this stuff. So basically... You know, I'm having issues with people getting following up with me, getting back to me. You know, I try to make excuses like, oh, it's probably because they're busy. And, you know, there are many organizations that screw around and are horrible at getting back to people. I've been dealing with this recently with other organizations, too. You know, and the nice thing is I can cut ties with those organizations. I can't cut ties with the Veterans Affairs Organization as a veteran. It's just it's not possible. (laughs) It's not possible. I wish it were. Okay. So I'm stuck dealing with this organization. So the e-benefits, which I've done a a few tutorials, two are not published yet. So I've got to edit them. That's part of my workload I need to work through. Maybe tonight I'll get through that. Maybe not. Um, I did a tutorial on how to access and what is the e-benefits email. So that's not going to be for today, but basically it's very glitchy. And I covered this, I think in the tutorial video that I did. And I have had issues with it in the past and recently I'm discovering that basically my message I don't think was sent and received through the glitchy system and it failed the glitchy system did the email system the other day and I'm just like in this continuous loop to nowhere trying to communicate. And I feel like I'm just yelling into a tunnel going nowhere. And so that's an ongoing issue that's happening right now. And I'm raising awareness about these issues because these VA managers don't care. Okay. The ones that are in positions of power to do much of anything, in my humble opinion, they don't care and they're not going to take action. So it's like, I feel like it's on me and others to basically raise awareness about these issues. All right, so on a positive note, I got a real nice letter from the VA the other day. It was it was definitely auto-generated and not gonna go into what it was because about my own personal situation, but I've got a couple nice letters from the VA, which is surprising because I normally don't. And some of the letters they sent me are just straight out upsetting. Um, in my communications, dealing with the VA is something where you have to take a real deep breath and sometimes sometimes some timeouts to go with the VA because it can be a very upsetting and at times disturbing experience. Okay. But it was a very nice VA letter. And I just thought to myself, wow, that's like a real improvement because years ago that would not have happened. I mean, you know, and I'm just like, well, that's nice that the VA is actually showing me some respect, not just kicking dirt in my face as usual. Anyway, so I thought, oh, that's nice. Nice touch. Got a little nice VA letter. It was, it was nice. Okay. So now I'm going to move on to the burn pit section of this video. So that's going to be a really big section, really, really intense section too. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so this is CCK Law's YouTube channel right here. I just watched the video today. It was released April 15th, which is today, 2021. I'm a big fan of their YouTube channel. They do legislative updates. Um, They're one of the law firms' YouTube channels I enjoy watching. There's only two, one of two. I like Hills and Pot too. But this one, they, the CCK Law people, they do these really wonderful legal military veteran, military community legislative updates. And so pending burn pit legislation 2021, they covered it. They did a really great job with it. It's called burn pits, bills pending in Congress and impact on veterans. I have linked directly to this video in the description of this podcast slash video. So go ahead and check that out. If this is something of interest to you, okay, it is a great video. I really really enjoyed that video. They also have video chapters here um, as well. And I just realized you guys can't see my little mouse when I'm like circling around. So I need to kind of switch around my thing here. And anyway, so right here, they have these wonderful video chapters. You see me kind of scrolling around. And so you, I have these on number my videos too. They take so much time to put together. Anyways, I don't have any assistance. It's just me um, with this little <laughs> broadcast thing. So anyways, Right here, so you can kind of skip to exactly what you're interested in. But yeah, this is the this is what it's about. This is the title, and I really enjoy their updates. So I want to give you um, a heads up about that. And yeah, check it out. I think you'll really enjoy that if it's topic of interest to you. So right now, there's pending legislation going on. I shared on my LinkedIn the other day. Um, on Hello Vanessa Media, as well as my profile. The Jon Stewart, he's a huge advocate for the military community. He's doing God's work, really helping effectively advocate for change, really pushing this burn pit legislation. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, okay, so burn pits are basically, and I'm not an expert on this, just to be clear, but they're basically... Areas where trash was dumped in of all kinds, who knows what overseas where service members and others were working. Okay. And, um, and they were burning this stuff evidently 24 seven and it was exposed, uh, giving out toxic exposures potentially um, to who knows who, you know, all these people, service members as well. And now there's people developing, And have developed acute issues right away, like lung diseases and stuff. And then other people have developed cancers later on that have been terminal and they've died from and everyone's in different situation with it. Some people, some military veterans were deployed multiple times and have had years and years of exposure to those burn pits. Some have, were deployed one time. Um, you know, Some may have been exposed to multiple burn pits. Some may have been exposed to one burn pit. There's so many variables. And evidently, according to, I think it was the CCK law, a video that I just showed you guys, about three and a half million um, military veterans, military service members were exposed to these burn pits as of 2015 is what I believe I heard them say in their video. Um, so it's effective. It's a huge, huge thing. Okay. So I want to go ahead and share my next screen here. Um, let me close out of some things. So I want to show this news article about this because it's it's a big deal. Okay. Let me scroll down. Okay. So the name of this article is Veterans Face Uphill Battle to Receive Treatment for Burn Pit Exposure. Um, this is a former service member, a military veteran. Um, he has, let me just make sure I get this right. I want to make sure I get all this information right. Terminal pancreatic cancer. That's what he has, terminal pancreatic cancer. And this is a picture of him now and a picture of him when he was um, in the service and healthy and a picture of all these drugs that he has to take for his illness now. He's 33 years old. To give you some perspective, I am 35 years old. So he is younger than me. Um, it goes into detail about, you know, how what type of work he did, um, that he was on a specialized team that used dogs to sniff out explosives, and he spent um he was spending a large uh chunks of time around open air pits where trash was burned anyways um Evan Lee's in north carolina now and he he um is basically spends an uphill battle attempting to um get the medical treatment he needs and in benefits and whatnot. And this is Jon Stewart and this is a clip. I'd even see this clip inside the article, but he's been in the news quite a lot recently advocating for veterans and doing an excellent job of it. So there it is. The department of defense estimates that roughly 3.5 million service members could have been exposed to burn pits. The department of veterans affairs has denied about 75% of veterans burn pit claims including it says Evans. And that is, um, this person here. So, um, there's just a large number of different illnesses that people are seeing coming out of this, um, different cancers and lung diseases are what people are claiming, um, are connected to this. And there's a lot of, um, contentious debate in the Veterans Affairs Organization, sadly, is not seeming to be on board with um, supporting these veterans through their illnesses. Evidently, the standard is quite high to try to prove a connection, or I think they call it a nexus, between these types of horrible, horrific cancers and other ailments and the burn pets. So um, this is a picture of one of the burn pits, it says U.S. Army soldiers um, watch garbage in a burn pit at Ford Operating Base. I can't even see it on my screen. Okay. All right. Let me scroll. You could see it there. So that is what evidently a burn pit looks like. So there you have it okay, so I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing my my screen. Sorry. I'm getting a little tongue tied. Anyways, this stuff is very disturbing. It's very disturbing to me. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to my next thing. Um, now that I've kind of shared about bird pits, what they are, why they matter and kind of what's going on with that. Now, um, this is something that I've had a veterans close to me complete and in, as that veterans also shared this information with other veterans that they know have been exposed to these burn pits as well. This is called um, the Airborne Hazards and Open Burn Pit Registry. All right. It's operated by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. There is a legislative mandate where they absolutely were required to um, to go ahead and create this. Essentially, um, there's some debate of I was watching CCK law and they were talking about, you know, whether or not that there's epidemiological value in this registry because of, I guess, last lack of specificity um, with it. I have no idea, really. I just know that um, it may be able to help other military veterans that have been exposed to burn pits, essentially. And if nothing else, maybe it'll help raise awareness about that as more and more people register. Um, currently, as you can see here, um, 239, 320 have joined the registry according to this. And it, it really spells it out the information, you know, is this for me? The registry is a database of information about veterans and service members collected through a questionnaire. It goes into all the different types of deployments and information, timelines and stuff like that. It says, why sign up? It gives you some reasons, document your exposure, exposures and health concerns, improve awareness of long-term health for you and all veterans. I think that's the main thing, in my opinion, is to improve awareness because um, eyes are on this right now, legislatively speaking. And so I think that this will help kind of raise the, the profile of this public profile if more and more military veterans are exposed to register. Um, we're worried about follow-up care at the VA. So according to CCK Law, the video I just watched today, they're talking about this legis- piece of legislation would make it to where military veterans could get healthcare just period without having to go through all the bureaucracy of the VA to prove stuff Um, with regard to you know burn pit il- related illnesses like these cancers or lung uh, respiratory stuff. But there's so many things that the burn pits may have caused that they don't even know about yet. And there's just like, it's been going on, of course, CCK law for decades now, but then, you know, just like agent orange, like there could be so much more that could come out of this, that people aren't aware of or anticipating and so on and so forth. Okay. It says, yeah, you could help basically other veterans and service members by falling up and doing this registry. Um, And then it has basically how to do it. So anyways, there it is. Um, There will be, I will not be providing a tutorial on this. I am not, I am not one of the people um, that was exposed to burn pits. I am not in that group of people. So I um, would not be able to do the tutorial. And quite frankly, even if I had been exposed and had gone through the burn pit registry, um, you know, going through it, you can only go through it like one time, one time. So I would have had to do that in real time. That would have been kind of weird. Um, so I won't be doing any type of tutorial on how to complete the Burn Pit Registry and and going through that. The best I can really do is just just to share the link from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, which I have in the description of this podcast slash video, wherever you're watching it LinkedIn, YouTube, or listening on my podcast. Um, it's in the description. You can check that out. And then also the screen share that I just did for the video, if you're watching LinkedIn or YouTube. So that's really the best I can do with kind of raising awareness and educating and sharing with everyone out there about this. You know, if you're a military veteran that was exposed to burn pits or a service member, or you know someone that has, feel free to share this information with them. Um, That could be of great uh, benefit for them. And also just raising awareness, because if you know of a military veteran that was exposed, um, that was deployed and stuff during that time exposed to any of these burn pits then they likely know many other military veterans that were as well and that's definitely the case with me you know i was able to share the information with military veterans close to was exposed to burn pit and now they've shared it with a whole bunch of people that were also exposed and one of those people um does have an illness at the you know has had an illness um that's very serious and so that has been um useful information for them to learn about the situation that they previously weren't aware of. All right. I also have the news article in the description of this podcast slash video that I went over. And I also, and I think no, it was just one news article um, in the description. And then also the CCK Law video so you can learn more about it. If you go into their YouTube channel, CCK Law, and you type in like Burn Pit of their search of their videos, like on a desktop computer, it will pull up every single Burn Pit video that they have ever done. I know because I did this the other day and I, it was great. I was able to watch one from 2018 that was really informative as well. They're really heavy and hard for me to watch though, because it's just so impactful. This, this topic, there's so many people and it's just like, it's life or death for some people. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a really big deal. So I kept to pace myself. I can't watch so much of that. But, um, for those of you that are interested, you may want to check that out. All right. So that wraps up everything I wanted to cover today. It's been real 24 minutes into this. Um, again, my name is Vanessa Leck. And if you're interested in this type of content, I also cover other topics outside of this, um, such as addiction, anger management, domestic violence, and other topics. I cover a lot of heavy topics, if you couldn't already tell. And so um, I have a YouTube channel. You can check that out. You can subscribe all that good stuff. If you um, are on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. You can follow me there. Um, you can follow Hello Vanessa Media, the company page there. And if you are listening to podcast or would like to this podcast, I have Hello Vanessa Media is absolutely everywhere. Okay. And so you can follow along anywhere that you love to listen to your podcast. All right. I wish you all the best and thanks for watching. Bye.